mentality right and you know they're going with them to every ball there. This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Good evening, everyone, and welcome once again into the studios here in KCLR for Come On Kind with myself, Martin Quilty, and as always, my co-host, Anya Farrell. Anya, how are you this evening? I'm good, thanks, Martin. How are you? I am great, thank you very much. Right, we have a busy show ahead for yourselves this evening, and we are going to kick things off, first of all, on the phone lines, and we are joined by Peter Chap-Clear, the manager of the Carlo Intermediate team. Chap, how are you this evening? Good, sir. How are you, Martin? I am all great now, thank you very much. And I know you're busy because you have training this evening as well, so I'm not going to delay you too much. But we didn't get a chance to have a chat with you last weekend, but I suppose it was a busy weekend. Two weekends ago for yourselves, you made the long trip to Antrim, up to a hoggle to take on Antrim in the first round of the Glendimplex Intermediate Championship. It is Group 2. And you came away with a draw, which is a pretty impressive result, to be fair, I think. But how do you think the game went for yourselves? Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime you make the trip uh, up to Antrim, um, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're stepping into the unknown. And it was, uh, it was a really daunting task for us. Um, but I have to say, we came away with, with probably, in my opinion, the best result we've had all year. Uh, our backs were against the wall the whole game, Martin. Um, I don't think we ever led at any stage during the match. Uh, and with two minutes to go, we were three points down and showed tremendous resilience and character to, to grind out a result and get the last three points in a row uh, to get that draw. And look, you never know, that draw could prove to be extremely important for us uh, come the end stage of this group. So uh, it was hugely important to get a result up there. Um, we did have a lot of changes from our Leinster final of the week before between um, you know a couple of girls injured and sickness and couldn't get off work at holidays so we did have a couple of challenges so I think we had seven or seven or eight changes from the starting 15 against um, Kilkenny which really just shows the, the strength and depth and the strength of the panel we were after assembling so really really proud that we're able to get out of Andrew with a point it would have been lovely to win um, but had we lost we'd be under serious pressure so to get that point uh, hopefully uh, will 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 be will stand to us come the end of this this uh, group stages. Yeah, well, when you look at all those problems that was ahead of yourselves, that result even becomes, I suppose, greater in the great scheme of things. You are in Group Two, and it's not an easy group when you look at the fixtures that's going to be there because you have to play Derry and you have to play Wexford. You've already played Antrim, so you know to get a draw and a point, as you say could be the makings of either getting second or third in the group and qualifying for the quarterfinal stages in it as well. Um, so it, pretty impressive. And you had a week's break as well. So I suppose the injuries that you did have, it's given girls an extra bit of time to get ready for your game now coming up this weekend, which is against Jerry, And it is at home for yourselves as well on it was down for Saturday evening but I can't say whether it's going to be Saturday evening or not now because of the football match that's after being penciled in for five o'clock. Yeah, we're, we're we're hoping to still go ahead Saturday uh, in Dr. Cullen Park, maybe as a, as a curtain raiser to the uh, to the football. That'd be certainly fantastic for our girls. Um, but yeah, we've had a couple of weeks uh, in terms of, of of some of our injuries, uh, and they're they're progressing nicely now. Whether this Saturday will come too soon for some of them, we're not sure yet. Uh, but we would definitely will have extra resources available to us on Saturday. Uh, and I suppose look, the shoe is on the other foot this weekend. As in Derry, we'll have to travel down to Dr. Cullen Park. It's a good. 
four or five hour trip down and, and you know they're, they're tough trips uh, they're tough on the body they're tough on the mind uh, and it can be quite difficult so we're really excited really looking forward to welcoming Derry down um, Derry are a very strong team as you know Martin I mean I think they were beaten by one point in the Intermediate all Ireland semi-final last year uh, so they were the seeded team in our group uh, so on paper, uh, they're the strongest team in the group. But having said that, uh, you know we're 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 working really hard uh, ourselves, and you know we don't fear anybody. We're looking forward to welcoming down, and uh, we'll give it a, a right good rattle and see. Come come six or seven o'clock on on Saturday evening, we'll know more about our group. We'll know more what we have to do, and please God, by the time we go down to play Wexford in two weeks' time, we'll have something to play for and an opportunity to go with a group and that's what we want. Yeah, you won't be looking too far ahead at the other groups either to see who's going to come out of it because nine teams will qualify for the knockout stages of this competition. Um, but sure, look, I mean, it is great for Carlo. You've had a fantastic year so far winning the league, you know. You played very, very well in the Leinster uh, Intermediate Final, albeit the result didn't go your way. So things are progressing nicely along and I have no doubt that you have it in the back of your mind that this team is well capable of qualifying out of this group and getting to the knockout stage and getting to that elusive All-Ireland quarterfinal and maybe even beyond it. I know you're only taking one step at a time and one game at a time, but... Uh, you know the the what's the word I'm trying to find here on you the um the ambition is certainly to get to the knockout stages and qualify out of the group. Absolutely, I mean the potential in this group is is absolutely massive, and the ambition is there. Uh, and I suppose you have to remember that Carlow is the second smallest county in Ireland. We don't have a phenomenal pool of players that that other counties would have. Uh, so we're really punching way above our weight in terms of performances this year. Um, I think we've had nine competitive games this year, Martin. We've won seven, drawn one, and lost one. Um, and that's you know that's fantastic for us, but it's we want to keep going. progressing. Yeah, it's good, it's good going. But you know we've got Derry coming on Saturday, and we really want to put up a good performance. It's it's a home match. It's our, our last home match of the year, uh, so we really want to give uh, the Carlovians something to cheer about and put in a good performance and uh, hopefully sneak a result. And uh, you know if we do, everything is in our hands then to top the group. Uh, going into the last match against Wexford, you know. So uh, we've two games. If we win the two of them, um, we'll top the group. And if we lose on, on, on Saturday and things don't go our way, we'll still have a chance uh, going down to Wexford uh, in two weeks' time. So loads to play for. Um, it's brilliant to be in, in the midst of championship and, and things are hotting up and, and everything is getting more serious and that's the way you want it, you know. I'm not going to put a damper on things because it's the very same for ourselves as well but with only three teams in it and the group winners coming out and two of them being picked out of a hash to go in straight into the All-Ireland semi-final. If that was the case and you did be lucky enough to win your two games, qualify top of the group and you came out of it, would you actually rather to have the quarter-final and have that extra game or would you rather have the break and go straight into the All-Ireland semi-final? Oh God, I've had to have a break, Martin, straight to an Ireland semi-final and take your chances in there. But look, we'll cross that bridge as we come to. We've a, we've a tough game against Derry on Saturday and we're just totally focused on that. And uh, and look, as I said to you, Saturday evening, we'll know a little bit more about where we're at. Um, but yeah, look, sure, it, it's like, Carlo have never been in an All-Ireland Intermediate quarter-final. It's never happened before. Uh, as long as Camogie is going to county and that's what we want to do we want to get out of a group and get to an All-Ireland quarter-final and that, that's the goal that's the ambition and anything after that then is a bonus you know. but that's that's something that we've targeted something we want to achieve um, and it's in our own hands whether, whether you know, as, we, as I'm talking now it's in our own hands whether we can achieve that or not You know. Talk about Carlovians as well I suppose 
the positivity and the the goodwill around the county at the minute with the Hurlers winning the Joe Mack the footballers winning yesterday there in the preliminary knockout stages now as well in the quarterfinals against New York on Saturday how much is that positivity transpiring down into the camogie end of things as well to give the girls I suppose a bit of a G and you know a bit of a boost going forward as well that look the hurlers the footballers are going so well the camogies have gone well in the previous couple of weeks and the last couple of months and they can still progress on things so is that positivity filtering down to yourselves at the minute? Ah, it is. It's absolutely brilliant. I mean, there's a huge buzz around the county and uh, the city. The, the hurlers win the Joe Mack earlier on uh, last week and the footballers progressing yesterday in the Tadson Cup. And we'd like to think we started all that off in the Camogie by winning the National League last April. Dead right. Uh, but like, you know, a, ri- a rising tide lifts all boats. So there's huge positivity in the county. There's massive work being done in all codes, football, Camogie, uh, you know, um, ladies' football. There's, there's huge work being done. Um, and I suppose they're reaping the rewards now for all the hard work that's been done in all the clubs the underage structures over the last number of years. So, look, long may it continue. It's great to be to be competing and to be competing at the highest level, and, and that's what we want to do. And uh, as I said to you, it's uh, it's great for the county, but I suppose that we're just focused on the job at hand, and we're focused on next Saturday and. Uh, and see can we get a result and take it from there yeah exactly well look I know you're a busy man and you have training and, and you'll be probably given out to for probably sitting in the car to do the interview as you always have been with ourselves here on the Come On Kind podcast but really appreciate it chat best of luck to yourselves and the rest of the girls at the weekend and we'll have a chat to you next Monday evening after the game and hopefully it's a positive result for yourself and the rest of the Carlo girls Thanks, Martin. Thanks very much. Lovely. That was Peter Chapclear, the manager of the Carlo Intermediate team. They are having a chat to us. And Anya, like he said, that result in Antrim could potentially be the makings of qualifying second or third in that group or even to win it, depending on other results coming in it. And to go to Antrim, which is not an easy spot, and we know it's not an easy spot, that was a fantastic result, as we've said previously. But it's nice to hear it from Chap this week. Yeah, it certainly is. It's a great result, I think, you know, for them, I suppose. If somebody had told the Carlo panel when they were getting on the bus, you know, to go up to Antrim last weekend, if they had told them, like, you know, what would you think about coming out with a draw here? They'd probably take, you know, hand and all with them. You know, it's it's a really good result. And we've seen in the past that, you know, those points that you're getting from draw, great draw, draw games can actually help a team, you know, prevail and, you know, push forward and get themselves out of the group stages. Again, it's another big massive battle they're going to have this weekend with Derry. And do you know what? I think if they go in with the belief, I think they'll probably come, have come away from the Antrim game with an awful lot of belief in themselves. And I think if they can carry that through into the Derry game, I think it could happen because, you know, as chaps that they are, you know, Derry have to come down the four, four and a half, five hour trip, bus journey all the way down to Carlo. Carlo at the moment is absolutely the it's people alive. in Carlo they it's are unreal. buzzing around yeah. the place so you know you can imagine the support that the Carlo players are going to have as well and you know it, it would be it would be great to see them get a victory get a victory in that game it certainly would right they are in uh, group two so let's start with group one because there was only one game last weekend and that was the meeting of Kilkenny and mm-hmm. Cork um, don't know why the fixtures is the way it is I'm assuming it's all to do potentially with ladies football although they're not starting their competition until mm-hmm. later on but anyway Kilkenny did host Cork it was the fourth time that the teams met this year with the first time Cork beating Kilkenny in Piltown in the league group stages Pretty comprehensively. They then met in the league final, which was played in Clonmel. It ended in a draw. Kilkenny probably lost out that day and should have won it. It then went to a replay in the rag in Thurlis. Cork won it by eight points. The match at the weekend, though, Kilkenny has turned that around and came away with a very impressive 2-13-1-8 victory. 
and they only held Cork to two points in that whole of the second half. I probably, and going to put my neck on the block here, it was probably the best performance that I have seen Kilkenny playing at intermediate level all year. Yeah, would think, that be fair? Yeah, like I, I think it was certainly, um, it was a different kind of performance that we certainly see. Do you know what? I don't know if I'd call it their best, but it was certainly up there from the rest. I actually thought the day that they played the first game, the first league final, I thought they had a really, really exceptional game that day. Now, Fair enough, they did let Cork into it in the second half, but certainly, you know, the performance that we're after seeing from Kilkenny this weekend, you know, they they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think, you know, you can clearly see that they've learned an awful lot from the um, from the league, uh, the league final against Cork. They've obviously done an awful lot of homework on this. I think certainly the Leinster campaign has definitely helped them, you know, put getting a trophy just a matter of weeks ago and heading into an all Ireland series that obviously is going to build morale within the squad. It's going to build mm-hmm. confidence within the squad. And I think it's going to push the, they've they've got their hands on a trophy, but they want more. And yeah. I suppose like when you have some when you have when you get one thing you want more and more and more. Well, success breeds success. Like you're it, always like, going to want it. Absolutely. And I think just the way like they were so aggressive and they way they were attacking at the weekend like you know they put up some some really really good solid performances from a lot of players and you know what some Talk girls, to us about the first half before we go yeah. into the performances because Kilkenny got off to a very good start really good start you know they re- and if you were Shem Kelly you'd be delighted with the mm. start that they did get then Cork came into it as Cork do and they started to play this running game yeah. and you know the way that they do play it and they work on the ball from the forwards the backs between the lines etc they players coming off the shoulders and it caused Kilkenny problems and maybe Cork didn't capitalise on them defensive frailties that was there when they did start to get on top after I suppose Kilkenny would have had what maybe a good 10 minutes or so in the first half Cork then took over um, and got the they got the goal. They got the goal. Yeah. And to be fair, the goal probably came from, again, the run of play. Yeah. Because Kilkenny were on top. So that was a blow to the Kilkenny girls. And then they had a couple of extra chances. But I think the important thing for Kilkenny was they got to grips with all that was going on. They got to grips with Cork's running game pretty quickly and only went in behind by three mm-hmm. points, which yeah. for them would have been fantastic because mm-hmm. unlike the league final, when Cork started to run at him, yeah. Kenny capitulated and they just, Cork went to town on him and that was the end of it. But really their character shone through um, Saturday and I was very impressed, especially by the backs. Yeah, like really, really impressive. I suppose when you look at the Kilkenny, their attack, when I suppose the way they just came out in the first half, they had three points scored in six minutes. Cork didn't get their first score until the 10th minute of the game. Cork had drove I wrote it down there they had five wides within 14 minutes in the first half like so you could see that Cork were panicked but I think and I don't think that was you know down to them winning possession of the ball I think it's because like Kilkenny were putting so much pressure on them that Cork nearly had to you know take shots that they probably didn't want to take and they were being forced into making those mistakes and they were being forced into you know taking those wides because Kilkenny pressure they were just constantly on them the girls It was like as if the game plan Cork had when that was working yeah, they, they found it very to hard to adjust and come yeah. up with something else and you could see them even on the pitch like some of the players were getting extremely irate, irate yeah. on the field like you know and it wasn't towards like, and I'm not going to say they were getting irate towards like officials but no, 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 for, to themselves, themselves yeah they were getting frustrated and, like. and, like, and I understand that and as a player like you do get frustrated but then there were some of them that were just getting it was kind of like you need to maybe 
you know, have a little word with yourself because it just, it just didn't look right. And you could see the rest of the Cork players as well. Their heads were starting to drop. Like, and, and if you're in a scenario in the dying moments of a game where there's only a point or two and things aren't going your way, you need to be able to react positively to it. You need to be able to hold, hold your nerve, hold your head and like, and power through. But you could see, you could see by Cork, they're not, they weren't used to losing. No. And they didn't know how to cope with losing. Now, that could be the rock that every other county perishes on level yeah. could perish on now because, you know, they're after getting a taste of what it's like to lose. And by God, they certainly did not like to lose at all. And this could make them more aggressive going into the, the remainder of the game. So, you know, God, I think it's Dublin they have up next. And we're going to come to that shortly. Yeah, that's yeah. not, that's, I, I, <laughs> it'd be a big problem there. But yeah, Kilkenny, you have to say, like when they came out the first half, they were excellent. And you know what? When the goal went in, it didn't rock them. No, that's what I say. They didn't yeah, panic. They didn't panic. They they knew, I suppose, like being clever and being, I suppose, experienced about it. They knew that Cork were always going to get their purple patch in the Correct. game. Yeah. And they just need, Kilkenny just needed to ride it out. And I suppose when Cork did that goal, it was probably best that they got it when they did, as opposed to earlier on in the first half. If they had got it any earlier, that could have maybe shook Kilkenny a little bit, but it, they didn't. And to be fair to Kilkenny, they just kept on ploughing through. And yes, okay, do you know what? They probably shouldn't have been the three points going down, going in at half, down and going in at half time, but they were. And it's how they counteracted that in the second half then. You know, Carr came out in the second half, were very much delayed coming out in the second half, came out, got the first score. And since that, Kilkenny. They just went on a spree. They did. All together. They're attacking the way they, they were. They really got in their the faces. Yeah. Their work rate upped in the second half. Yeah. They were aggressive. But when I say aggressive, I don't mean aggressive by means of dirty. They were no. getting in somebody's face the yeah. same as you would. They were giving Cork no time on the ball. They were getting the space. They were getting the mm. possession. They were getting the ball into the forward line. Yeah. The forwards were doing good scoring. Laura Green and Aoife Cantwell were yeah. having immense game um, out around the middle of the field. They were mm-hmm. all over the place. But the subs in particular... Yeah. also had an impact on the game and it was the two subs that got the two vital scores because Ellen Gunner came on and got a goal and Emma Minogue came on and got a goal. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose, listen, Ellen Gunner is consistently coming onto the field to play there and throwing over scores and, you know, she came on the she came on against Cork there and she got a goal and two points and I suppose, like, when you're looking at an eight-point victory and, you know, super sub Gunner comes on the field and scores five of those eight points, like, you know, you're kind of looking at it going, this girl means business when she comes into the field to play and I think that's certainly something Kilkenny are definitely using to their advantage in all these games like they're not afraid to make the decisions but their bench is as strong as what's on the field there so you can imagine what is going on at training there yeah. the fighting for positions I'd say is absolutely crazy I'd say the lads probably have a headache from it when you but think that's only it. good for Kilkenny because yeah, really, you know really it, it would be worse if you had players that was on the bench mm-hmm. and you're looking behind you for inspiration yeah. and you're thinking to yourself God who am I going to bring in there's nobody there but that's not the case with our intermediate team because it seems no. like nearly I won't say all the positions but there yeah. are certainly a lot of the positions that you could slot somebody else into it that's as good if not maybe a small little bit better yeah. on the day given yeah. when they do come into it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think Kilkenny are just in a really, really strong position. Like I suppose when you kind of look at it as well, Claire Dohany is currently carrying an injury. Yeah. I only heard that after the match. I, I actually thought it was due to her leave insert that she wasn't playing. Um, she's carrying an injury, but I suppose when her leave insert is over, she's going to be wanting her jersey back like and you know probably unfortunate that she has is injured and she has to do the leaving cert because that is probably going to rule her out for the game this weekend as well but I suppose like once this game is over then 
you know, you can just imagine that they're going to be absolutely tearing into each other again at the training field because these girls want, they want the jersey, they want their, their starting jersey there as well. So yeah, all in all, like I think definitely an excellent result. Is it, am I going to put my head on the block here and say, are they going to top the group? 100% they're going to top the group. Um, I, I can't see anybody, I can't see Galway coming up trumps on them, to be honest with you. Well, it's certainly looking that they're going in the right direction. have to make mention as well to Carol Collins, the match referee, because I thought he'd done an excellent job mm-hmm. on it. He, he left the game really, really flow. Yeah. But something that has cropped up, and we've spoken about this an awful lot in length over the last while, and it's also not only in Camogie, it's also in GEA, mm-hmm. and this is the hand pass. Yeah. Because there was several instances last Saturday that Mr. Collins was blowing for what he deemed was illegal hand passes. Now we can't say because we're not as close to them. Mm -hmm. Some of them, yes, they certainly were. Some of them are now done so quick that it's nearly impossible Mm -hmm. to actually determine whether there is a strike on the hand pass or not. But it wasn't as bad for Kilkenny last weekend. They seem to have worked on that a small little bit. No, I actually marked it down for Kilkenny how many they had and they actually had zero. That's a big turnaround from having five the last day. Huge. So again, they went back to the drawing field they went back to basics. They probably worked on it because like a lot of people are talking, it's becoming it's becoming something that has been highlighted across the board everywhere. Like, and referees are becoming so consistent on it. But, you know, rules are rules. Yeah. Like, oh no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that, and I think it's really good to see that all the referees are being con- consistent. Correct. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we can't like, just say that it's one or two. Like yeah. Your man last week was consistent. The man the week before, he wasn't, or the, one, the referee the week before, she wasn't like that at all. All referees across the board are becoming really, really consistent. And it's really good to see. Like, I think there was two, there was two decisions there for Cork at one stage. And it was when they were under pressure and they needed to get the ball out. And the referee blew them for a throw ball, was deemed, what he deemed it to be a throw ball. Before we go into the games that's coming up the weekend, the rules are now in. This is the next year is the rule period. So that will be the three year uh, rule period time. Mm-hmm. Has the new rules worked in making Camogie better? Now, forget about, the, <laughs> forget about, no, forget about the one out of the hand, right? Leaving the one out of the hand aside that I know that you have no time for it whatsoever. Yeah. But other than that. But have, that, sorry, that, that rule actually came into play at the weekend as well. And the girl went to take it out of her hand. And she was standing in the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people are trying to take the, the liberties of it yeah, as well. Yeah, but like she was like the, offici- the officials were on hand. Yeah. The officials were on hand. Yeah. But in general though, I mean, have the rules worked? Has it made the game of Komogi better? Has it sped it up? Yes. Hundred percent. I don't think you can dis. I don't think you can dis um, repute the fact that it has. It certainly has, and I suppose what's really good to see is it. The game is becoming a lot more physical as well. Like it felt like years ago that the girls were all you know wrapped up in bubble wrap and they weren't allowed to shoulder each other because God forbid they might hurt each other. Well, you still can't shoulder. N- well, like sorry, more t- more. Um, you can't contact. deliberately shoulder, yeah, but yes, shoulder, the, the but contact is allowed. Contact. Yeah, yeah. But like before, there was no contact. We might as well have been on a basketball yeah. court. Do you know, so it was all stop start, stop yeah, start. Yeah, but. I think because they're allowed, you're allowed that little bit more physicality is what I meant to say. And I do apologise. Um, they are allowed that more physicality. I think it really has worked. And I think, you know, it's really kind of seen the game evolve as well. And I think a lot more people are interested in the game because it's not stop, start, stop, start. It's not being blown for like silly, easy freeze or fouls or whatever the case may be. And it certainly has sped the game up tremendously. It certainly have. Right, I need to turn this up a small little bit because we have new microphones in studio here this evening and uh, we need to just get the volume levels right on it. We seem to be a little bit low. Right, let's move on to the fixtures coming up 
up the weekend and we're going to stay with Group 1 where Kilkenny is currently sitting at top of the table and they will go to Athenroy, Kenny Park and Athenroy at the weekend to take on Galway while Cork and Dublin will face off against one another in Cork. So let's start with Kilkenny and Galway. Is, who do you see coming out of this one can Kilkenny keep momentum going and make it three from three yeah like and I suppose like again I don't want to be writing Galway off but I think you know the one thing that's going to get in Kilkenny's way is if they become complacent and I think that they mustn't approach the Galway game as if like you know the way the team that you know, they played in the in the start of the league because they did have a very convincing win over Galway in the league and I suppose like you have to remember that Galway have improved have been working extremely hard over the last couple of weeks I still think Kilkenny will come out with the victory but I just I really hope they don't become complacent I think they need to go for the win go for top of the group and then look forward to potentially an All-Ireland semi-final or an All-Ireland quarter-final whatever the case may be it's in your hands depending yeah. on what way you come out of it. Yeah. but the important thing is to get out to of get the, out the group, group top yeah. Cork and Dublin then in this one can Cork bounce back or can Dublin really put in some sort of a decent performance um, after their couple of matches over the league and we know what the result was like with the Kilkenny and Dublin the last day <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's it's going to be a tough task, I think, for Dublin in the first place, the fact that they have to travel down to Cork. So that's obviously one disadvantage to them. And I think, you know, Cork certainly will be very, very hurt over in the manner in which they went down to Kilkenny. Like, I suppose, having beaten Kilkenny in a league final by eight points and then Kilkenny to turn around and beat them by eight points. Whereas you'd be thinking that Cork would have improved and they would have been building on the momentum of a league final win, a Munster final win they probably were extremely complacent going into that game. They probably yeah. thought they did, they more or less just had to turn up. Um, so I think I think definitely you're going to see a bite in Cork this weekend. I think Cork will come away with that victory too. Okay, well then we're going to move on then to Group 2 and there's only one game down for decision this weekend and that is Carlo and Derry like we had with Chap Clear earlier on. The game was scheduled for Netwatch Colin Park at 5 o'clock but with the football game now scheduled for 5 o'clock that game is potentially going to move to an earlier time mm-hmm. it would be fantastic if that was a curtain raiser yeah. to the football and get the crowd in early and mm-hmm. get the support there as well but more importantly can Carlo cause an upset which let's be fair it would be potentially the way Jerry yeah. has been playing can they cause an upset and progress and keep Jerry uh, down uh, from the top of the table because Carlo for at least one week would go top I think it's probably going to be it's going to be a huge game for Carlo and there's a lot of factors that are kind of going for them I suppose like having the home venue having the whole buzz around Carlo at the moment with the hurlers ladies football the the footballers as well I think there's a serious um, building momentum and a serious boost of confidence there as well I've often said I don't think Derry travel well and I think if they're going to be caught, they need to be caught in these early stages of the All Ireland Championship. And I think if Carlo can just, you know, get back to their get back to their groove again. I know Chap said that they had a lot of girls maybe missing who weren't available the last day. Mm-hmm. But if they can certainly have a one hundred percent fit outfit going into this um, Derry game, I don't see why they can't come come away with a victory. So I'm, I'm going to give them a nod, but a very slight nod. I would still have that fear about Derry. I, I think yeah, Derry yeah. are going to really push hard for an All Ireland final position this year. Well, we thought they would last. Yeah, year and do you know, and they, they were, as I said, they were only beaten by a point in in the semi final. But I do think, I do think the advantage is currently with Kerry at the moment. 
or sorry, Carlo, at, Carlo. The Carlo yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Well, talking about Kerry, we're going to move on to Kerry then because the next lot of games is in Group 3 and the first one up is Leash and Westmead. That has a five o'clock throw-in in Rat Downey. Westmead having uh, a draw with Kerry in their first game. So mm-hmm. they'd probably be looking to bounce back. Is it a bad day for Leash for Westmead to be coming to town or can they really take advantage of home advantage and cause an upset? You know, I think Westmead are really going to have to go out all guns blazing like they need to get a win from this. You know, that's a that's a very, very tough group in my opinion. Um, I think it's probably the, the toughest group that's there at the moment. I think Leash just haven't been performing too well. Um, they just can't seem to get to grips of their of their run this year at the moment and you know it's disappointing to see for them and I think Westmead should be coming away with a victory there Okay the big test Kerry and Meath the repeat of the league final that Kerry won mm. by a very small margin Yeah, can they keep the role going can they do it again make it third time lucky over Meath this year Well do you know what this is a huge game for both teams like you know Meath win they'll go top of the table they potentially you know, will finish top of the table in that because you would say the carry the carry Mead it would kind of be a, nearly a shootout between the two of them. So, like, if Mead get a victory here, it's going to put them top of the table. Kerry, I think, you know, after having a draw the first day out, I don't think they'll be too happy with that. Mead coming down to Kerry is another big factor too. Um, it is the game is scheduled for yeah. Causeway. And you know what? I'm going to give the nod to carry by the skin of their teeth I think it's going to be an interesting game it's going to be very interesting it's going to be it's going to be a tough game it's a potential top of the table clash um, in my opinion I, I do see the two teams coming out but it'll be interesting to see top of the table but so, these teams will go straight yeah so out of all that group that's there together who do you think is going to qualify top of the three groups to go in the hat for the semi-final draw the top three teams yeah um, oh my god Howdy. Oh God, you're really putting me under pressure here. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Group One, obviously Kilkenny are going to come top of that group. Um, group Two. Oh crap! Well, I tell you what, I leave you have a think about that at the minute because we are going to move slightly on because I have Brian I'm going Dowling. to go Carlo and Meath. You're going Carlo and Meath? Yeah. Right, okay, well, Don't. that's fair enough. Yeah. Right, moving on to the Senior Championship, I am delighted to be joined on the telephone by the Kilkenny Senior Manager, Brian Dowling. Brian, how are you this evening? Ah, we certainly are, yes. And thank you for joining us on this bank holiday weekend because I know you're a busy man and all. But you are going to be starting the Glen Dimplex Senior All-Ireland Championship at the weekend. It's the first round of games in Group 2 and you're going to be taking on Wexford at home in UPMC Nolan Park. Um, so, first of all, how has things progressed for you over the last couple of weeks since the Leinster final? I think things have gone well. You know, we had I think four weeks there since the final. Um, you know, training has gone very well. The girls have fought really, really hard. So, training back like this week, I suppose, and just kind of sharpening up. And um, you know, it's it's we've had a really heavy load there for a couple of weeks, but you know, the girls have put in a huge effort, and hopefully we'll see the reward on, on Saturday night. Now, um, seems like a long, long time waiting for the championships to come around. You know, the length final four weeks ago. So, no, but we're delighted with kind of it. So, it's a couple of weeks, because we felt we needed to get stepped up again, fitness wise and hurling wise. So. Look, please God, we'll see a big improvement again now on, on Saturday evening. 
How's the injuries coming along for the girls that has been uh, on the sideline? Um, we know that the two dials are progressing along nicely as well. We know Danielle Morrissey is currently out and Mira is currently out. But um, Michaela, is uh, is she far away from championship at the minute? Yeah, no, look, I suppose apart from Miriam and Daniel Morrissey who, who both crucial injuries, um, you know, we have full selection apart from that. Um, all the other girls are back and Michaela broke a bone in her hand there during the, the last uh, oh, sorry, court game the D so she, she's back training now a couple of weeks um, she really after stepping up there in the last two weeks so she's available again um, Katie Nolan probably missed, uh, missed the whole league you know with a hamstring injury she's back training fully again so no look again we, we have everyone available now um, all them kind of knocks and stuff are gone thank God so you know apart from Mary and Danielle we have full selection uh, ahead of us I suppose Brian as the reigning All-Ireland champions all eyes are going to be on yourselves in the four game against Wexford um, not to be disparaging against any of the teams that's there but I suppose when you look at all of the games that's in it to have Wexford as the first game up in the All-Iron Series with the way the results have been going with themselves in the league it's not a bad game to start off with well, look, I think anyone that we say it's going to be tough. Uh, you said, like, as going in as other than champions, was anyone that's playing us is raising their game. You know, we saw that from the challenge games we played at the start of the year right down to the league games, you know, that everyone raises their game. So, look, we're one, we're definitely not taking anything for granted. And some I've been involved in the for the last couple of years, they, they really put it up to us. So, look, so we're trying to focus on ourselves and, and get ourselves right. Um, you know, we were happy with the attitude and work rate and, and the scoring against Westmead. And then, so we dropped off a good bit against Dublin. You know, Dublin probably frustrated us and, and you know heard really well that day and we probably didn't feel we, we played to our potential that day so look again it doesn't it's the opposition it's, it's more about ourselves it's get ourselves right you know move that ball fast get that energy going and you know try to try to get good scores on the board so in Dublin we started off really well um, but kind of dropped off which is disappointing so just want to you know start well and then continue maybe for longer periods this time it's nice to start off the game at home but especially when you're able to play it in UPMC Nolan Park may not have been the best hunting ground over the years for Kilkenny but this group of players certainly have um, had success there so how important is it to get a, a good start off especially in your home games? Yeah look any, our first game you have to win it because you don't win it so it puts you in a pressure straight away and look you have two home games we're looking off three games we have two at home so look we have to we have to get, get hit the ground running on Saturday night and get the win in Northern Park um, you know I suppose look there's a lot made of it that's our record in Northern Park is poor but I suppose when you look at it in, since we've been involved in, in, over the five years in Championship Ireland I think we've you know a Championship or Leinster Championship matches we've played in there we've won them all so you know it's not as if we've a bad record in there I suppose we've been maybe flat a couple of times and that's probably more being in the in the league games and you know I think that tends to happen to this team for some reason and the earlier parts no matter where we're playing that we tend to be a little bit flat but look in championship our record is very good uh, in Northern Park um, you know, we played Offaly in Limitar last year with very good wins over them so look it's it's one of the nicest pitches in Ireland it's smashing um, the weather hopefully will be good so we're delighted to be in there um, and again on Saturday and you know we're, we're delighted that the county board are, are letting us use as their venue so um, you know we're looking forward now to getting in there on Saturday <laughs> I suppose that's my next question for you as well because with the spell of good weather that we have and especially with the weather that was in it last weekend as well how important is players preparation coming up to it and indeed over the course of the day in relation to hydration etc because if the weather is as hot as it was last Saturday it's certainly going to take an awful lot out of the players 
Yeah, definitely. Oh, I suppose we've been training now for the last week and a half, so you know, I'm used to it. And it kind of happens this time of the year that for a couple of league matches, it'll be really, really hot. So I suppose, look, the, the girls are well prepared at this stage. They know what to do. Um, you know, they'll be they're, they're very good for after themselves. You know, so get drink plenty of water. You know, you don't even have to tell them at this stage. You know, they, they know what they need to be doing. Um, I suppose you have to kind of conserve your energy during the week, and it's not easy to stay out of the sun when the weather is so nice. But that's what you have to do in the build up to these matches. And you know, I suppose on Saturday then it's just to make sure that I suppose it's on a bit later at 6 which is probably no harm because it might be it might be as warm as it would be if it was on a 2 or 3 o'clock during the day so um, look so get the get the ball do the work maybe on Saturday and you don't have to do as much running and if our, our touch and our handling is good we'll, we'll do less running then as well so that's what we're looking at I know you have a close eye on your own team and your own group in particular but you had no matches last weekend so did you manage to have a gander at any of the other teams that was taking part in either of the other two groups? Yeah, look, so this first, it was at the Kilkenny Intermediates against Cork and Callan on Saturday, the great win. They're, they're going really well. And then I, got, I went back and just watched the, the Galway and Cork game um, last last Saturday night. So, look, it was a good game again. Two very good teams. There's never anything between them. Um, you know, ourselves, Cork, Galway, any time we meet. So there's, there's only a, a puck of a ball between them. And same again on, on Saturday. Could have went either way. And, look, two, two, I said two of them are excellent uh, players all over the pitch. And could could have went either, either way. Cork got a lot, hit a lot of wise there, I suppose. And thought had a couple of them the way they won it, but um, typical Galway, you know, they stayed plugging away and they got put to goal chance, and that was probably a difference in the end. I suppose it is the first start of the championship. You're probably itching to get back at it to see where the team is and to progress along through the group and hopefully to the latter stages as well. But it is all going to start off on this coming Saturday in UPMC Nolan Park at six o'clock. And no doubt yourself and the team are certainly well prepared and itching and raring to go and get championship 2023 underway. Yeah, so look, and it's, you know, people are asking me how we, how are we going and stuff like that. You just, you don't know what is the answer because you know you're, you're training away and haven't had a chance to really play any challenge games that like that either. So look, since the Leinster final, you're just training away. You don't really know how well you're going. Um, you won't know until Saturday evening. And look, we've been waiting a long time for this. Um, you know, I said the girls have put in a huge effort since since come back from the holiday in January. You know, we we we're supposed to be targeted this all along. This is when we wanted to hit the ground running. We knew the league was going to be a bit of a struggle for us because we're a little bit behind on fitness and stuff like that so look this is where you're judged at the end of the day in championship and you know we know we have to perform on, on Saturday and hopefully get the get the winning start is what we want um, you know Wexford will, will come up and I'm sure they'll be throwing everything at us and we just have to be ready for that and um, you know put in a huge performance on Saturday and please God we'll, we'll do that and, and then the, the rest will take care of itself I suppose just on that point that you made I mean we know that you were late to the, the ball I suppose if you want to put it with the, the holiday etc but I mean Tom Ali made the point as well that Carlo are picking from such a small group of players that you have to pick your battles of where you want to be and they did they targeted the Joe McDonough Cup final and now they are Joe McDonough Cup champions I suppose it's a bit similar for yourselves while it's nice to progress through the league and you want to keep your status you're after winning Leinster as well and now you're going into the All-Ireland series I suppose back at the start of the year you probably would have been targeting the All-Ireland um, as anyone would during the year as the priority competition 
that's, that's all the targets was look it's nice to win the league and I'm not saying we went out to lose any game we certainly did not uh, we, we tried to win every league game that we were in and we were disappointed with some of the performances but I suppose we were missing players a lot of key players were missing we tried out a few things in the league as well and you know just we probably trained um, you know kind of hard during the week uh, up to the league games because we we're trying to catch up on the fitness and it's hard to do that then players are probably that little bit flat uh, at the weekend they're not as fresh as they would be for championship you know like this week now we've been doing very little and we'll be hoping we'll see a response from the girls on a Saturday that will be fresh and, and kind of bouncing on Saturday evening in Northern Park that's what we want and look again it's hard to peak in all the year you have to like you said pick your battles and look sometimes you don't get it right but at the end of the day like you know we didn't bring these girls back training on the pitch right like that in November and December because they're around a long time and they have a lot of miles on the clock and you know it's hard to keep up that motivation and that desire and that enjoyment in it so look we, we, we personally said we get them back after the holiday and, and just work really hard and I said we knew that the league had probably suffer and as a result it did but um, you know I suppose we, we got two wins and maybe could have had one or two more but um, look it is what it is now and so please God on, on Saturday evening we'll, we'll see that all the hard work over the last number of months has, will pay off please God Exactly well thanks a million as I said before for taking time out of your busy bank holiday weekend to have a chat with ourselves and the very best of luck to yourself and the team on Saturday as you begin your uh, championship campaign and we will be there following all of the action with Kilkenny throughout their championship campaign as well beginning with the game on Saturday in UPMC Northern Park Brian thanks a million as always and the very best of luck at the weekend Okay, thanks, Martin. That was Brian Dowling there, the senior Camogie manager, and he seems to be in upbeat up, up, up mood on you um, as they prepare to get ready for the championship. I suppose it's hard when you're looking at the groups and you have mm-hmm. what uh, two matches in Group One, two matches in Group Three. You're in Group Two, you're itching to get going, yeah. and you have no match, and you have a week later. I suppose it gives them a small bit more time to prepare, etc. For mm-hmm. it, but they want just get out on the field now and get their championship campaign underway and it is Wexford is up the weekend so let's start with that game yeah, you know, obviously, I suppose these girls haven't probably had a competitive game since their Leinster final. You know, thankfully, the Leinster competition was there, so at least they had, you know, some um, some competitive games in that. But, you know, I suppose like it has been a long. It's probably been maybe a different um, a different way they've had to to go about their business over the last couple of weeks. Um, and you know, their league. Yes, okay, they might have had you know the, their best league as they would probably know themselves um, we but were probably a bit critical of them oh, yeah. well in the league yeah. but, but again like I think you know we, we hold them to such high standards like, and that this is why like it you know, we we do tend to be critical, but it's because like we've watched this team for I don't know how many years now, and you know what exactly they're like when they hit their top level game, and you know they are one of the top teams in the country, and without a shadow of a doubt, like and probably one of the best quality teams there after coming out of Kilkenny. Um, so obviously, yeah, we do hold a high standard for them. And I, I don't know, does that put a bit more pressure on them, whatever the case may be? But nonetheless, you know, like they're starting their All Ireland campaign. This is where they would have been kind of aiming for back in January and February. I know, you know, the league had the Leinster final there as well. But, you know, let's be realistic. This is where everybody wants to be. They want to be aiming for championship. Like it's funny, the seniors are starting their championship this weekend and the intermediates are finished their group stages this weekend. I know, that's crazy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a bit crazy. Like before, like we've had situations where, you know, there could have been uh, matches were colliding on the same day and whatever the case may be and you were trying to get to both matches or whatever yeah. it may be and I suppose with girls that were going between both panels, panels etc it's, yeah, yeah. it's definitely after working out in, in their benefit as well but yeah listen they're going in against Wexford this weekend Wexford coming up to Kilkenny um, I think Kilkenny will be really kind of you know 
biting they'll want to get their championship campaign under off to a really really good start and you know they have to suppose I suppose showcase the fact that they are the current reigning All-Ireland champions so they're going to have to go out from day one all guns blazing I lost them probably looked at the Cork Galway match at the weekend and know that there's a standard that they need to also be at as well so like I think they're definitely going to go out and I think you know they should be coming away with a victory in this as well Should be or will Will Okay. Will will be coming. Will be coming away with a victory in this. So careful the way you say things now. It could be deemed um incorrect. Yeah, we won't yeah, yeah we won't use certain words, etc. But um anyway, in the other group that's there between Tipperary or the other game I should say in that group is between Tipperary and Dublin, and that's going to be in the rag. Now Tipperary will be disappointed with their league campaign. They had a very good Munster campaign then winning the Munster title. I think it's the first time they've done it in thirteen years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, is it going back that long? Did I hear someone telling me that? That it's, it's been a while um, beating Clare in that game. Dublin coming to town. Now we see what Dublin done to us in the lens of yeah. They played very, very mm-hmm. well. They harassed Kilkenny. When they put it up to them, they frustrated Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. Can Dublin frustrate Tipperary at the weekend? They did last year. You know, so there's no, there's no, they, there's no reason why they can't do it. I think Dublin have certainly learned an awful lot from their league campaign, but I think Tipperary, you know, certainly didn't perform in their championship this year, so they're certainly going to be eyeing up um, the championship this year. I think for being one of their main targets as well. Like, and they want to kind of push themselves back into being their the top four teams in the country because you know it's no big secret that they had a dismal championship campaign last year um, it, it's going to be it's going to be a tough one like you think Dublin kind of coming down to Tipperary you know Tipperary having the home advantage but we see when Dublin came down to Northern Park for the Leinster final you know it was literally the Julianne lone goal that's you know stopped Dublin like if there was another that couple was of minutes vital. that was huge it was the difference in that game it was the winning of the game for Kilkenny um, but you know certainly Dublin I think if they can come with that attitude I think if they can come with the same belief that they came that day as well I think they can really put it up to Tipperary but I just really feel like Tipperary I think Tipperary are going to push themselves forward this year and I will be expecting them to come out of the group and I think by the skin of their teeth I think you're going to get a Tipperary victory Okay, and I know it's early days yet and nobody has played a game in Group 2, but if you're looking at the teams that is in that group, who do you see coming out as group winners? Kilkenny. Okay, well, oh, just, definitely. Just, yeah, just asking. <laughs> you, you said that <laughs> as some sort a of a surprise like. <laughs> yeah, no, Kilkenny. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. And I'm going to put the same question then and I know you've had it before and chap, now I meant to actually ask Brian, but we can do that later on in the year anyway. Do you think that he'd prefer a quarterfinal spot potentially to come out or go straight into the semi-final berth if that was to be the case? Like, would you rather to have an extra game before you go into the semi-final? I know your thoughts on this, but yeah. if you're if you're the Kilkenny manager and you're topping the group and you have a choice of either playing in the quarterfinal, which could be sticky enough, or going straight into mm. the semi-final, which would you rather take? I think I'd take the quarterfinal route. I really would. I think... I think it's giving you that more of a competitive game and like we have seen teams that have come through the quarterfinal routes. We had the quarterfinal last year, hadn't we? Yeah. And it no. helped. Yeah, we did. Sorry, we didn't. We did, yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah. It like, helped. I think having the quarterfinal, I think does stand to you 
hugely going into an All-Ireland semi-final and All-Ireland final. I think that extra competitive game, I think it really kind of, it makes you sharpen up on things that might be a little bit rusty or it makes, it kind of gives the management team an opportunity to see girls in maybe a different different way. And I suppose like uh, for an All-Ireland quarterfinal, especially for girls who's maybe their, could be their first year in, it could be their first big occasion. You know, there is a difference between a quarterfinal and semi-final. So how will, how will a girl be able to focus on a quarterfinal if they can't mm-hmm. focus yeah, yeah. on a semi-final or whatever the case may be uh, or start, focus on a semi-final if they can't focus on a quarter-final I think a quarter-final is hugely important I really do and I think especially for the Kilkenny Intermediates I think the quarter-final is going to be crucial there as well if they can if they can get if they don't get pulled out that I would prefer them to have a quarter-final and go straight through to semi-final I think there's a five or six week break there they could be um, yeah. I actually don't have the yeah, I think it is yeah. um, I suppose college season is all ending we mm-hmm. know what happened earlier on in the year with the CCAO finals etc the World Games are going to be coming up mm-hmm. later on as well but the CCAO actually held their AGM on the 29th of May and the big news to come out of the CCO is they don't have a committee for 2023-2024 season wow. because out of all of the officers that was there, the only two that stayed in Stitchu was the secretary and the treasurer. They are currently looking for a chair, a PRO, a registrar and more. Big news coming from the CCAO. Yeah, huge news. And you know, the committee that they were there last year and the year before, certainly, you know, they held fantastic Ashburn weekends um, and, you know, Father Mar weekend, Parcel weekends, like they were all absolutely excellent. You know, so that's, you know, it's, dev- it's upsetting news to see that somebody won't kind of step in, step into the mantle there because, you know, it's a very prestigious competition and, you know, it's always been kind of left though to... I don't know. It's it's a hard one. It's 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 disappointing news for them, and I'm sure they're disappointed themselves. Yeah. Well, let's hope because the CCO is a vitally important competition. Hugely you play, important. You played in it. You've yeah. been part of it. Mm. It's a fantastic weekend, and it was great to see it back as well. So let's hope that that can get resolved, and people will step up to the mark yeah. and take up the positions because I I don't know. It, maybe it's just me personally, but I think the CCAO should be kept the way it is and it should be done by the people that is actually going to the college yeah. rather than we'll say a provincial council mm. or headquarters well, taking it over etc yeah. I, I think it should be the council members should be the people that is in the college the same as it has been for I don't know how many yeah. years now that the CCAO is in operation well I think it's I, I think it's certainly because it means more so I'm not saying that it doesn't mean more to like if it was to be if it was a different committee that was to take it up I think when you look at the colleges that are involved I think anybody that is are that are in those positions it means something because they have uh, like you know they have a team that would be competing in it or whatever the case may be and I think you know it's really great to see all of these people that do stand up and they do take up these positions um, but yeah like it, it's very very disappointing because like, they did like last they had a great competition last year they did a brilliant competition the week before the year before like they and have a been a new sponsor really, coming on board yeah as well. like they have been they've been really really good and they're very very good at like promoting the game promoting the weekend you know and getting their, all the their, results their, their PRO whoever it's brilliant the, yeah, yeah whoever the last really, PRO really was the the, uh, the social media aspect mm. everything was fantastic and you yeah. were always able to get it and even the teams going up etc was mm-hmm. brilliant I mean yeah. their coverage was excellent yeah excellent really Absolutely really good excellent mm. 
But yeah, that's uh, to the pity to hear that. But hopefully, by the uh, the start of the competitions when they begin back in September, it's hard to believe that we are actually in June already. The colleges are over, the Crazy. secondary schools is over, the leaving cert is starting tomorrow. By the way, best of luck, luck to everyone who's starting their leaving cert or junior cert tomorrow. Yeah, don't forget, it's not the end of the world. Do your best. You know, that's no. all you can do. And yeah. the more pressure that you put on yourself, it's um you know it's not going to help and cramming in too much study at this hour of the <laughs> evening or tomorrow for an exam on Thursday believe you me does not help no, so look just work. take I'll, it easy and like I'll never forget doing my leaving cert the night before my leaving cert I was actually down at a camogie match and my mother was losing the will to live at home <laughs> and I used to be going around with my biology book in under my arm and my mother was like literally like what are you doing you haven't even opened it so I was like I'm absor- absorbing all the information through my arm here mother <laughs> <laughs> like yeah listen it's I wouldn't be worrying about it like I know obviously you know it's um, it is it a is tough important. time yeah, it, it is. it's it's a tough and it is important but I think the most important thing is don't let it overwhelm you no. Um, no, no. and remember like once your exam is over it's done and dusted there's no point in dwelling on it and I often find like the worst thing people can do is go off and talk about it and go oh, what was your answer for this or what was your answer for that it doesn't make a difference you can't change it so move on move on to the next subject but don't forget like after your exam get out go for a walk get fresh air and you don't go straight into cramming uh, studying for the next the next exam because like you know you have to look after your health as well of course it's really really important yeah, big time and uh, I know it because family members at home have been not studying and we're playing matches right up to the like you <laughs> yep. the day of it and everything works out for the best it because does. you know the results will be there if you don't get your first result don't worry there's always other avenues of going Certainly down the is. way to mm-hmm. get what you want to do so as important and all as they are it's not the end of the world and don't be panicking and putting more due on stress on yourselves, yep. etc. The most important thing is you look after yourself, you look after your mental health um, and, you know, just be careful of that and be mm-hmm. mindful of that as well. Um, Puck Fada. Yes. Time is coming back up mm-hmm. around again and it's been jointly hosted again by Kilkenny GA and Kilkenny Komogi on next Tuesday evening, the 13th of June in Gordon Park Racecourse. Brilliant. And we are the holder of the Hurling All-Ireland Champion yeah. in Killian Phelan. And I know Noelle Murphy who won... Uh, did she win last year? She did win last year and went to Leinster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she came third, but mm-hmm. because I think the Carlo winner couldn't uh, take part in it, she got bumped up and she got to play in the Leinster final, etc. So let's hope that we can have um, yeah. a nice evening. Exactly. Plenty of competitors. Mm-hmm. And that we can do well then when it comes to provincial and all Ireland success again. Yeah, and it's great to see both the GA and the Camogie kind of coinciding with each other in this um, and doing it together. It's a, it's really really good, and you know it's, it's such a prestigious award as well. Like so, you know it'll be great. And I know in Tullerone they're doing the under sixteen competition for tomorrow night to pick the winner to go forward. So it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, well we will certainly mm-hmm. uh, be there, and we'll be having plenty of autographs, and it'll be this look great on the Tuesday night, so we won't have it the result then until the following week but anyone that is taking part in it's the very best of luck your seven aside competition you're getting yes. entries in for it madam I am it's great so I have all the emails are gone out to secretaries in Kilkenny and throughout to a couple of other counties as well um, so we are going ahead on Sunday the 7th or Sunday the 2nd second. of the 2nd right, of July uh, obviously in Tullerone um, I'm waiting on a couple more teams I have a closing um, a closing date for 
of the entries on the 17th of June um, and the way it's kind of going at the moment we are potentially going to have to cap it um, because we are getting an overwhelming response which is absolutely brilliant and it's great to see we have so much stuff well, planned for it. there still is a few spots available there is still a few spots available so listen you can text me you can send a message on the Facebook group for the Tullerone Camogie Club or you can send an email to me secretary.tullerone.camogie what is this secretary.tullerone.tullerone.kilkenny at camogie.ie I have so many email addresses I can't keep counting them tell me about um, right five of them on my phone oh, for God's stop. sake but yeah like it's looking really really good so we've got we're going to have obviously we're going to have the Chris Mark Cup and we're going to have the Bill Hennessy Shield we're also going to do a long pole competition that day for under 18s and adults and we actually have a trophy for the adult winner and we're going to be getting something for the under 18 winner as well and we're also um, getting a um, potentially getting an award for the player of the tournament as well so we will we'll have judges on the day that will be going around um, to pick a player of the tournament so we are asking that all the clubs that are taking part are going to send us a list of their 10 players from 1 to 10 potentially wear those jersey numbers as well so we can stick them on the walls around so it lets other people know who who the players are as well, um, so yeah, like it's I feel um, a program coming on for us, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and listen, we're going to be doing like you know we'd be looking after the players and the management teams. There will be a shop there on the day as well, and we've got loads of other stuff kind of in the pipeline, working through it all. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a very very busy day, and we're really looking forward to it. It's a competition, like as we were talking about earlier on. There's probably not that many adults blitz competitions around, and especially this time of year, I suppose when the inter county scene is kind of really in full. Day the club players really don't have that much going on so it's great to kind of get this and um, get this done and it's it's great for everybody involved in Tullerone Camogie especially for the Hennessy and the Mar family as well Yeah exactly it certainly is Right one final big shout out to our provincial chair Linda Kenny who is at home recuperating at the minute and we send her our best wishes because Linda will be getting ready because the big Leinster under 14 development blitz will be taking part on the 17th of June in Portleash GAA in Rath League. 28 teams, Anya Fahi, is taking part wow. in the under 14 competition Huge. this year. Biggest ever. Brilliant. It's going to be a logistical nightmare. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think you're bad with a couple of teams. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Six pitches, 28 teams, a yeah. whole day, and plenty of sunblock will be required <laughs> that day I'm telling you but we're certainly really looking forward to it but Linda the very best hopefully you're recuperating nicely at home taking it nice and easy and uh, getting yourself on the better list and getting back to uh, full health as the fella says and back to doing what you love best and that is being at Camogie and bossing us around we like to be bossed around you know we, you, yeah. have to, you have to have a chief <laughs> You have to have a big chief and in Too fairness... Too many cooks spoiled broth, yes, isn't that what they say? That's what they say. Well, she is a decent chief now to be fair because there's nothing that goes on at Leinster level that Linda Kenny does not know about and that's why she is probably one of the best chairs that has ever been at a provincial level. Um, so yeah, we're, us here in Come On Kind is certainly wishing Linda the very best of luck as she recuperates. Right, Mrs. Farrell, that is about it on this bank holiday yeah. week end it's June it's hard to believe it championship is starting it yeah. won't be long until we're talking about the come on kind team of the year I with know. the club we'll actually be doing the draws for them pretty soon as yeah. well for the, the club game so 
Yeah, thank you for taking time out of your bank holiday weekend. I hope you had a nice barbecue yesterday, I by did. the way. Really. Well, yeah, it was hectic now. It was tough on you now, I'd say. Tough, but yeah, but listen, it was all enjoyable. Done. Nobody is sick, thank God. <laughs> That's the main thing. <laughs> well, they haven't told me yet. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. As if you are keeping it to yourself, yeah, don't exactly. tell her. Don't tell me. Um, I'll be keeping the local doctor in business <laughs> for the week anyway. So yeah, no, it was great. Uh, absolutely brilliant. And such a day for it. Such a weekend. Cat's Laugh Weekend June Bank Holiday it's always a scorcher uh, but yeah so make sure everyone's wearing plenty of sun cream because I'm after sunscreen because I'm after learning I got roasted yeah, the day same. of the school's final um, and it's I had a hat tough. and all on me but yeah it was yeah, hot but, but it's um, great we don't want any rain at no. all stay oh, away and just to us. give a shout out because the under 14 uh, league finals will be taking part over the weekend as well so the very best of luck to all of the teams taking part and we'll have a rundown of how they went uh, on next weekend's pod or next week next week's not the weekend next week's podcast so right that's about it from ourselves here in the KCLR studios <laughs> for episode 18 of Come On Kind We'll soon be wrapping up season four as soon as the championship ends and we'll be going straight into season five, which will be the club scene. And we'll be talking about team of the year and about plenty of things that may be coming up for team of the year later on. But all that is hush hush in the bag. Top secret on a need to know basis. (laughs) Nobody needs to know only us at the minute. But until next week, mind yourselves, stay safe, enjoy your sport and we will chat to you again next week. Tuesday evening but from myself and Anya and our producer here from the KCLR studios it's a very good evening from ourselves good night bye she's rising it she's taking it goal for Tickery it's in the net their match their physicality rise and you know they're going with them to every ball there outstanding game two points from pace so far this is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Anya Fahmy. Oh